and welcome back to the next episode of Perspectives, the summer series with Jeremiah Stevenson. And as always, I'm your host, Jeremiah Stevenson. Welcome back to the show. This is Acceptance. It's been a wild ride. Um, We started off with friendship, then we had identity, then we had empathy, struggle, and now we are here at Acceptance. Um, When I got to Acceptance, after understanding struggle in a myriad of different ways and how it looked and how it felt and how it is ever consistent and ever changing. It's something that will always be a part of life. Acceptance I arrived at with this piece of things are going to happen, but how do I choose to interact and acknowledge those things? How do I choose to grow from those things? How do I choose to address these things? Um, So today, um, to help me discuss acceptance, I have Lane Silva and Matt Colvin. We all have experienced loss in our own way, and so we kind of address acceptance with loss as the inciting incident. But acceptance doesn't have to just come from losing something. Acceptance can come from understanding. Acceptance can come from learning. There's a lot of different ways it looks, but I'm going to stop talking Sit down and listen to myself, Matt Colvin, and Lane Silva talk about acceptance. Like, uh, feel anything is uh, animals. Feel anything is like one of my favorite songs. Like, good Thank lord, fucking <laughs> yeah. feel anything. So we call it like, animals. Why? Because the guitar part was kind of like uh, it. I think again, it was one of those things where, like, when I showed it to the guys, they were like, "That reminds me of Animals as Leaders." There you go. Which gotcha. is like a progressive, gotcha. you know, like yeah. mathy type of band. So. That's why, it, and it just stuck. So, like, no, none of us call it feel anything. <laughs> Listeners, welcome to Perspectives with Jeremiah Stevenson, the summer series. And today we have Matt Colvin and Lane Silva on today's episode. Welcome, guys. Howdy. Thanks we, for squeezing me into this whole yeah, thing. I, this, just, I just want to see Lane. Matt, <laughs> he's just like, I want to see Lane. And I'm like, I'm doing the podcast episode. Uh, you want to be on it? And I was like, it'll work. We'll make it work. And we're going to make it work. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, like, I'm really excited because as I was driving over here, I was thinking about the last episode with Julian Green. We talked about struggle. And on this episode, we are addressing acceptance. Yes. And the three of us have just had some really big changes in life. Um, for me, this past week, um, or last Monday, my grandmother passed away. And then Lane, what was, what's the, you have two things I feel like that are pretty big that just happened. Um, well, my grandmother passed away about a month ago, um, and almost three months ago, uh, my daughter was born. Yeah. And then for you, you had a um, milestone. Yeah, my, uh, my, uh, this past July was the 20th anniversary of my dad's passing. So. Yeah. So it's kind of like redoing it again. <laughs> yeah. And so as we address acceptance in this episode, I wanted to talk about in quarantine for me, because we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier in quarantine for me, after I had struggle, it was understanding like, this is something that's always going to be happening. You're always going to be struggling in life. Something's going to be going on. It's crazy. Oh my God, man. It's almost <laughs> like you accepted that. You ex- yeah. And so you <laughs> to accept it. And so what I was going to ask you all, what are your thoughts before we really get into acceptance? What are your thoughts on struggle leading into acceptance? Wow, I can't say acceptance. What are your thoughts on struggle leading to acceptance? Um, I think leading with struggle is 
I think of it like friction, you know? Um, and I, th I think the important thing to note about that is like, that's always occurring. Like you always are going to have some form of friction in your life or struggle. And sometimes the weight is lighter. Sometimes we're stronger and we carry it better. Um, but it's always there. Uh, I think it's really about learning to manage. And I think that's where the idea of acceptance, at least for me comes is it's, it's, it's kind of about learning how to deal with that weight. Yeah. Um, and I think there's, there's a lot of factors that go into it, both like internal and external, but I think that dealing with it and moving on to acceptance is an inward force. Yeah. You know, one that you have to find for yourself. And interestingly enough, I think the road to acceptance is itself a struggle. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Even, and it's weird when you're yeah, kind of dealing no, with I struggles and then struggling to find yeah. that acceptance. Um, but I think it's also tangled up with um, truth and honesty. Mm -hmm. I think a part of reaching acceptance through struggle is you have to be honest about maybe what the struggle is, why that struggle is, um, where it's coming from, any of that type of stuff. And I think that that's how, I think that's how you reach acceptance through struggle yeah. is, is like truth. Yeah. Big capital T truth. But get that truth, truth, <laughs> me and my truth. say truth, <laughs> truth. What about you, Matt? For me, it's been an experience of like, saying it like that is very technical and very mm. analytical and very strategic. And I think that's how it is when you're older, mm -hmm. when this happened, when my dad initially passed, you know, I didn't really know what to do other than just to, he's not going to be coming home. Yeah. I just kind of had to deal with it. And I had to, I struggled because it's just like, I had to just accept this hard fact. That's like, he's gone. That's how it is. Yeah. But what I found is through that struggle, I can look back and kind of look at these things and be like, Hey, I did that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I kind of face my inner demons yeah. and whatnot. And I, I don't know. I just feel like you know, my, my life right now is just this big, long drawn out anime story arc. <laughs> it's taking forever to fucking end. So for me, I think <laughs> jumping to acceptance right now, what I'm currently learning is to go back to death and new birth and new life. Cause that's why I want to have you on the show is to talk about you brought life into the world, getting to the place of, and this, I may be speaking out of turn, but did you ever have to deal with this thing of, I'm about to do this thing and accepting that, like, this is a huge responsibility, being a dad. Yeah. Like, um, what was that like for you? You know, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's crazy. It was weird for me, I think, because the idea of starting a family was something that <clears throat> maybe felt like always kind of ahead of me mm -hmm. right i was like always like yeah like one day i'll do that and then all of a sudden one day is right now right on your doorstep yeah. and you're like oh, <laughs> oh <shit."> Boy. <laughs> um but but yeah i i think a lot of it i think was because of family um but but definitely i th i think there was an element of like y you have to kind of walk yourself through that because i think for some people it can be a really emotional experience finding out and i don't mean like emotional like sad mm -hmm. but there is like a ton of feelings and thoughts and experiences that i think come up when you find out that you're gonna bring a life into the world yeah um and some of that is nervousness it's excitement it's fear it's all those things and you kind of have to 
I, th- I think one of the things that it helped me do was to kind of be like, yeah, we're going to do this. Like we, like it, it, there's that choice of like, yeah, like we're, like, it, it is scary. It is a new thing. It is different from what I have been doing, but I'm going to do it mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it well. And I think that you have to accept that. Um, and that makes it kind of weird. Um, I think to say it like that at least, but, yeah. but yeah, it was, I think I had that moment early on and I think it was like right when we found out we're talking to people and like, you know, some people react negatively and some are like really happy for you. And I think when, I think when I had someone kind of react negatively that at first it kind of brought me down, but a part of my journey to that acceptance was like, yeah, fuck that noise. Like yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't need, like, it, that's cool that you're not happy for me, but like, I'm happy for me. Mm-hmm. And like, I had to decide that for myself because I accepted yeah what was going on and i don't know i think there's a whole other thing about being intentional with you know that that motion towards like family and stuff too you know like wanting to have a kid the decision to do it all that stuff um but yeah learning how to accept life once you accept death learning how to accept life coming in and we'll jump back to you and then i'm gonna jump to you for a second sure how does do you think about bringing Ada into the world and your grandmother for those things to happen so close? What kind of goes through your head within those things? Um, so with my grandmother, I was really close to all of my grandparents. Um, I used to they used to pick me up in uh, from school, and I'd go home and do my homework until my parents got off work, and then I would go home with my family. Um, but yeah, I was, I'm really close to all four of my grandparents. I spent a lot of time with all of them. I actually worked with my grandmother at my very first job. I worked at a school when I was 14 and she was a teacher there and I worked with her until I like five in the afternoon every day. So like I spent a lot of time with her and you know, when she passed, yeah, of course I was sad, but I think, I think for me, um, and again, I hope it doesn't sound like a cold, but I think there was an element of like this is, in essence, the the way of the world, right? Mm. I was able to witness, you know, the birth of my child and and sort of to kind of experience like that chapter, and and even kind of like, you know, like I don't know about all parents, but like as a parent, I've spent a lot of time thinking of like, what happens when Ada gets older, like how am I gonna teach her things how am i gonna raise her what am i gonna do when she comes to me with all the random problems that we seem <laughs> yeah. to encounter in life at different ages um and i think there's a part of me that's like you have to accept that like there are chapters and there's always the risk of of these struggles and maybe death is you know one of those struggles yeah. um and so i think with it coming so close to the death of my grandmother I, I just kind of see it as like a perfect example of just how this works. You know, um, there are good times, there's really beautiful moments, like being there with my new family, being able to be there for my wife and my baby and spend that time is incredibly enriching and beautiful and uplifting. Um, and then going through like what is kind of a sad time, well, I mean, mostly because of family. um but like being able to spend that time with my grandmother i think that through acceptance like spoilers that i've kind of been (laughs) able to 
kind of think of that as a beautiful thing because I got to, you know, I got to, I knew that she was going to die. And I feel like I made the most of all the experiences that I, I could get out of it. Mm. And that helped me accept it. You know, like we re- we talked, I recorded our conversations on tape. Um, and I have all those experiences and that helped me learn to accept it. Um, and so like, I don't know, I think the whole thing is kind of a beautiful motif of what life is like. Yeah. You know, there's, there's changes everything is kind of a change and learning to just be like, you know, maybe I wish things were different, but that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like life doesn't really give a shit about like how you feel feel about about it. Goddamn. Yeah. (laughs) It it doesn't. And that's why I think acceptance is like a really important part because I mean, you can, I mean, you can end up like on the hook for Mm. stuff for years Yeah, because you can't learn to accept it. And, um, and considering how how hard life already is, how short life is, and all that stuff, that's a not a great way to live your life, you know. And yeah. and not even just like a I don't know objective like oh you're living your life shitty, but like <laughs> but like if you if it's already difficult, try to make it good for yourself. Yeah. Like try try to help yourself survive the best that you can. And I think accept, acceptance is got to be a huge part of that. So for you, Matt, you (laughs) (laughs) you talked about recently. Do you want to talk about going to your dad's grave? Absolutely. It's it's kind of funny uh, going off of what Lame is saying about like kind of you know just staring down the cold hard fact of what it is. Um, Just one thing before my dad is um, you know my grandfather died eleven years ago and. That I have this very weird dream. I don't, this before I like was old enough to really even comprehend these kinds of things, but I, I remember I had this vivid dream where he was going somewhere and he's like, okay, pal, I've got to go now. And I was just like, where? And he's just like, well, I got, I just got to go, but you'll be okay. And he left and I woke up that day and I immediately wanted to go see him. And it wasn't long after that, that I went up there and I sat down and filmed his war stories and everything. And had him talk and everything, and I just it made me really just cherish that time with him. So then, like what Lane was talking about, when it finally happened, obviously it was devastating and it was sad, but it was one of those things where I kind of like I had I guess made peace with that. Mm-hmm. But coming to this big milestone, it was a different animal because with my grandpa, nothing that happened or you know nothing that happened changed who he was for me. Yeah. And whereas with my dad, and this gets a little bit personal. If you want um, to, you don't no, have to. I, I don't care. It's his, it's his dirty laundry. I'm just the one who's telling it. But, um, you know, my dad was an incredibly insecure person in the sense that he, to put it lightly, told a few lies. Um, in reality, what it was is that we found out after he had died, my mom did, and I, I forget it echoed somewhere throughout the family and it ended up in my ears and I understood it. But, um, my dad was actually 10 years older than he said he was. And you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff there, but the biggest thing being something I found out recently, which is that he, I don't know if he was married so much, but I know he had other kids. Mm. I've never met them. I've never had someone introduce me 
or introduce themselves to me as like I'm your long lost brother. It's not like one of those like soap opera kind of bullshit <laughs> moments. But uh, it was this very strange thing where I kind of had to, this this big milestone. I thought I had everything kind of resolved with that because it's like you know he loved me. It was whatever that was was pure and it meant a lot to me and it's kept you know this fire burning in me for god knows how many years um (laughs) but it's something where i had to really face a couple different things one i had to accept the man he was and not just that you know he was my hero as a kid you know that was before you know hansel and indiana jones took the baton and so it's just kind of hard seeing like you know the, the the i guess the veil kind of being taken off the whole thing and so the way I, I've approached with all the lies and all that stuff is I just see it as being, you know, not just because I'm his son, but also just being someone who suffers from a whole lot of insecurities. I didn't see it as it was anything trying to project towards anybody else. It was just him trying to cope with things. Hmm. And, you know, it is what it is. And one question I did ask my mom is I was afraid it's going to be something like you hear on Jerry Springer where some motherfucker goes to like, they have one family, they go to another family, you know, they could be between Jump the two or some, some yeah, crap yeah. like that. <laughs> and I was just like, this is a couple of years ago. I asked my mom, I was like, you don't think he was going to do that. You don't like, he actually cared about me and shit. And she's like, Oh no, absolutely. There's no question about that. Yeah. And honestly, like Lane hearing you talk about the stuff of like being a dad and stuff, I was kind of getting a lump in my throat. Cause it's like, a lot of those things are what I felt from him. And a lot of, and one thing I've wanted to be, and I'm slightly envious of you right now, <laughs> is um, I've wanted to be a dad since I was a kid because it was just like, okay, well, my dad couldn't finish the job. So it's like, I, I'm going to pick up the torch and I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. be him, but better. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's also, it's cool to hear one of my best friends say that stuff. It's really poignant. And oh, means thanks, a lot. Man. But um, I guess to bring it back around is just, I had to face who he was. I had to face that this, you know, what you think as a kid, and it's it's a still as an adult a long amount of time, but like when you're a kid, you think 20 years is like, that's like a fucking century when you're like seven, <laughs> yeah. you know, you think it's like, oh, that'll be a while from now. <laughs> and it wasn't until like high school when everything started, like later end of high school for me where it's like, whoa, years fly the fuck by. Yeah. Yeah. And then before you know it, um, here I was, I was approaching the 20 year milestone and of course, you know, being covid and quarantine and everything i've had nothing but time to sit there and brood like batman over this shit. <laughs> in the mat cave <laughs> in the mat cave yeah to see you in your chair with like a batman <laughs> yeah i need to give you that <laughs> but um yeah i was just kind of sitting there just like taking in the whole thing and i was i noticed i was really kind of like short with ashley i was kind of getting like snappy with other people and i was like what the fuck is going on and i you know i all, all, i understood this big milestone of like oh the big thing's happening but it was kind of like on the back burner and i allowed myself to kind of have this moment of like bringing that to the forefront and be like why are you upset and i remember there was this we had a candle in the living or in our living room area and i lit it it's like a little christmas candle it's like white with like a little green i remember looking at that and i got just so enormously sad and i started crying and I just kind of had, I kind of had to channel what I feel like Uncle Ira would be like. It's like, now why are you upset right now? Yeah. And then I thought about it and it was just like, that's when it all hit me. This coming Christmas will be my 20th one without him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, besides the fact that July 18th, you know, it would have been 20 years since he's, I've seen him, mm-hmm. you know, alive longer than that. But that warmth, that family atmosphere was so 
far away from me mm-hmm. and that scared me. And on top of that, what scared me was that, and this is the epiphany I had before you and I went to the cemetery. Um, I realized I had to, I had to continue the journey without him. Yeah. And that, that hurt. Yeah. Because it's allowing to let go. Cause that's, yes. it's allowing to let go. Cause that's the thing for myself in my own life is letting go of, I didn't realize how much I actually control my life mm-hmm. and getting to a place of like, I knew I could control people. Cause like, since I was a kid, my mom's dying. So it's like, I can't control people. I know that, but I can control myself and I can control how I interact with people and I can kind of manipulate people. I can do all these different <laughs> things, but having to learn to let go because that just draws so much energy. It takes so much out of me. And I'm someone that loves hard and I do a lot for a lot of motherfucking people. Even when I don't fucking want to. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, goddamn. <laughs> but getting to a place of understanding that I've surrounded myself with people that do love me enough to actually genuinely care. Allowing myself to let go of all of the things I try and control and allow other people to allow myself to lean on other people. That's I've accepted that. Like I was literally thinking I was talking to blue the other day, yesterday morning. And I was like, I am scared of being loved and being taken care of because I've had to do so much for myself. And so I understand that. So I've accepted that. And from here I have to live it. Yeah. And so from acceptance, I feel like there is this, growth has to come from that because I feel like you can either regress or I feel like you can move forward with it because I feel like there's a lot of people in the world that do accept things and then they either just let it sit or they just run with it. But is that really acceptance? That's a good question. What, if it isn't, what do you think it is? I think it could be partial, partial acceptance. Um, because I think that an aspect of fully accepting something is the discipline of, of living uh, it right yeah because yeah. you can acknowledge all kinds of things but doing nothing about it doesn't really Ooh, acknowledgement acceptance so i'm saying like two totally different things exactly and yeah. that's the thing like it, i think that's where the action comes in to make a difference from acknowledging to accepting is i think there has to be that that active part of like deciding to this is the way i live my life now mm-hmm. um or what whatever that ends up you know chalking out to be but yeah. but i think that's a part of it i I, th- I think that we want, I think the acknowledgement thing is I think we want to accept, right? Yeah. We want to like, we, we want to like, I, I understand this. Like, oh, boy, I'm you're smart. talking to me. So I just merely <laughs> acknowledge shit. Fuck you. Yeah, but you're right though. Hey, but, you're right though. <laughs> but, you're right though. But, but like, but, but that's, that's from someone who, like, I mean, I feel like at least in my own life that I've walked through that where it's like, how many times have I told myself that I, I knew something like I accepted it. Mm-hmm. It's like. But if you really accepted it, like, it, I think the true acceptance is when something becomes a part of your past. Mm. I, I, there's a lot I of, know what you there's, mean there's a lot that. of yeah, context lot of by which that could that, be yeah. untrue, but like, yeah. hopefully that makes, picking up on what I'm putting down. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> picking up, picking up. But, but like, yeah, I, I think that's a part of it. And, and, and I think specifically when it comes to something that happened to us, right? Mm-hmm. Like when we're trying to accept like a hardship or maybe like a, coming to grips with like a chapter of our lives i think when we no longer let that be a part of our present mind and and maybe that's not the best way to say it but i i 
I think that learning to live beyond that is mm-hmm. where acceptance comes in. And I think it takes that living thing, that like doing it. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, I think we just have our thoughts colored and tinged by, you know, other things. Yeah, and experience things like that. I think well, he, or, okay. I mm-hmm. think you both just summarized like what that those two weeks of leading up to the anniversary and then the anniversary itself mm. meaning is like you know Lane you nailed it with like but is it really acceptance and I think that I think what I did as a kid was I just dealt with it you know it's like he's not coming home it's just you and your mom now you're doing your shit but it wasn't until you know I'm inching towards 30 that I got to sit on it and really absorb the reality of it yeah. And I had to, and this is something I told you about a lot when we were actually like about to go over there. It's like, I really am having to say goodbye now. Yeah. And I had to let that go. And like you said, turn, turn a new chapter. Mm. And it was, that's, I think that's why it was so hard is because that's, this is the moment where I knew I had to make that conscious decision. Yeah. I, I think, I think I'm going to be bold. Um, <laughs> I, I th- I think I would go as far as to say that true acceptance is when you no longer feel the weight on your shoulders of something. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Whether that's, that, yeah, that whether, right there. Whether that's the loss of something or like you know, moving beyond that an experience right or, I mean, there's all kinds of pain or struggle. I mean, it's just related to struggle. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of struggles that can befall us. But when you're no longer carrying that struggle, that's acceptance, you know? Mm-hmm. And that can take a long time, it, it, but I think some of that's on us. It's the process. Yes, and that, that's the other thing. Like, there are a lot of times I've seen where, especially, like, because I talk to a lot of people. It's like, oh, do this, do this, you're good, you're fucking Gucci. Yeah. A plus. <laughs> a plus. But it's A-plus. not... <laughs> it's not... For them, they are living in the midst of it. Yeah. You cannot just... Hey, we're all good to go. Woo-hoo. You have to allow that person to get to that place mentally on their own. Because if someone just does things out of being told to do something, are they really being themselves? Are they living for themselves? Are they acknowledging it? Are they, they acknowledging it? They're acknowledging it. They're acknowledging it. They're not accepting it to the point of fully understanding all the things that go into this choice, to this decision that I made. Because when you make a decision, you cut off all other options. Yeah. So allowing people to make that decision for themselves to fully accept whatever these different aspects of life are. Well, and that's, that's it one takes of the, time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. That's one of the tricky things about acceptance is um, we, we're not able to, to walk that for someone. Yeah, we, can, we can try to lock, walk along yes, with them. Yes. But they have to walk through that. They have to. You know, and that's... Fucking yeah, and... Um, and that's where it can get, I think, oddly frustrating for like whenever we care about someone is, mm-hmm. I mean, you can lead the horse to water <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they have to, they have to drink that. They have to figure that out. And um, I think that's where like, especially being like a loved one, witnessing someone go through that can be painful. Yeah. But, but you know, I feel like I've even witnessed situations where like I've witnessed a friend who cared about someone who was struggling to accept something then have to accept that they couldn't help this person mm-hmm. and have to back mm-hmm. off and, back and, 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 um, remove themselves because it was causing them, you know, struggle mm-hmm. that way. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> well, struggleception kind of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's, 
Is this like closing remarks? Or like... Yeah, this is closing, <laughs> yeah, this is closing <laughs> remarks. Just making sure like what I'm going to say isn't like just completely... Just like, go, go <laughs> record it. I'm recording it because I'm going to edit all this. I'm editing all this. Life um, and death is a seamless continuum. <laughs> <laughs> Circle. Time is a... Burn! Yeah, so like the birth of my daughter was something that really... I mean, it's something that I think made everything else worth it. Like everything in my life, every every tear, every drop of blood, every ounce of pain was completely worth it for that experience. And I think, I think that acceptance is is it's a process. You have to choose to do it, and I think it's the best choice if you want to move forward, and especially if you if you want to have a better situation, if you want to be in a better place. I think acceptance is a part of that, because even something as scary and and mystifying as death becomes not scary and mystifying when you accept that that's a part of life, mm-hmm. right? When you can accept something for what it is, there's, I think there becomes less and less of a reason to be afraid of it or to be defined by it because then it's just what it is. It is what it is. And it doesn't really matter what you think about it because yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. It, I mean, it's hardship and pain, it doesn't really matter what your two cents on it is. It's going to happen to you, maybe, to someone you know, to a random person that you'll never meet. Yeah. People whose story you'll never hear. But it's baked into that cake, whether you fucking like it, and you're going to have to eat it. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I can no, talk in circles yeah, forever. Yeah, you're good. I do actually have to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, gentlemen, where can I find you guys, or where can the audience find you all on internets? At J-H-N-L-N-S-L-V. Kill me. I'm sorry. No, I just remember the last time. Yeah, I, I had this whole speech. Yeah. Oh, did, you, did you hear the ad I did for you on our podcast? Yeah. Because I just said, I remember you said, it's just John Lane Silva without any vowels or Silva. Yeah, John Lane, what, no Y. Yeah. <laughs> Silva. It was hilarious. With no vowels. Matt, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Art of Matthew, and you can find me on Twitter at The Art of Matthew, but I warn you, I'm vicious. <laughs> you can also find me and Matt on Common Sense Podcast on Twitter and on Spotify and most podcast streaming platforms. Thank you, gentlemen. This has been a wonderful conversation. Like, yes, thank you. Fuck this yeah. Has been fun. yeah. You were not supposed you. to be here. Not, not that you were not supposed oh, to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. Like, I had intended you to be here for this, but like, this works out perfectly. This is fucking beautiful. Like, and it's not that you yeah. cut me out. I'm just having to be the No, yeah. I'm, I'm using everybody. This good people, beautiful. good times. I, I yeah. shut the fuck up most of this episode. <laughs> so one of the things I really love about this episode is that Lane addressed acknowledgement versus acceptance and how they're two very different things. And that's something that I'm still in the process of learning um, as I edit this episode and release this. I love how he was able to differentiate between the two. Um, and so as I continue to grow and learn acknowledgement and understand what is acknowledgement in my life and what is acceptance in my life, in quarantine after acceptance, I came to growth. And... The next episode will be me and one of my favorite people in the world, Joseph. We will talk growth um, and bring all the last five episodes together in our own lives and just put that on display for you to see how it looked for us, for you to hear how I got to making this summer series and why I went through the different emotions that we've tackled over this series of episodes. So join us on the next episode for that. And you can always find me, Jeremiah, on Instagram at 
Parkour Geek, and that's P-A-R-K-O-U-R-G-3-3-K. You can find me on YouTube at A Token's Take. That's A-T-O-K-E-N apostrophe S-T-A-K-E. And you can find me on Facebook. But if I don't know you, probably not going to add you. Except what is to come. Except what is to be. I look forward to you joining us on the next episode. And with that, be love, be life, be. Music is all-